Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right. There's a story that's been kicking around in Canada for probably about a week, somewhere around there. And I'm going to be fully honest. I don't really understand all of the ins and outs of it, but we're going to find out together. Um, CBC recently did a deep dive uh, into the background of a truly beloved Canadian icon, Buffy St. Marie. Um, she's a lot of things to a lot of people. She's a decorated musical artist to many. Um, she's an activist. And for a long time, Someone I think most Canadians saw as a really important member of Canada's Indigenous community. I think the community saw her as an important member of the community, an inspiration, and um, there's a lot of really good things around Buffy St. Marie. So this CBC report cast doubt on her ancestry, um, and it's upset a lot of people. So to find out why it's had such a profound impact and what we should try and make of it all, we're going to speak with Laurie Campbell now from the University of Regina, Associate Professor and Student Advisor, um, uh, sorry, Associate Vice President uh, of Indigenous Engagement at the University of Regina. Laurie, thank you for being here. I really appreciate your time. Well, thank you for making some time for this. Yeah, and I'm going to need your help, really, to make sense of it, to be honest. We'll get to Buffy's story in a second, but in the piece you wrote for the conversation, you go into your own experience, and I was really interested in reading it, because I think it's important. It informs your opinion on this situation surrounding St. Marie. So give us your background. Tell us where you're coming from as you take a look at this issue. Right. So I, I am from the 60s scoop um, generation, and uh, it's, uh, you know, very confusing the, the way that the government system has um, sort of infiltrated how we identify ourselves as Indigenous peoples. And so what I was trying to do with the article in that part was just sort of share the confusion about how difficult it is to um, to find sort of the true identity sometimes through the legal system. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I was adopted out and I grew up in rural northeast Saskatchewan with a, with a good family. And, um, as an adult, I spent over 25 years searching for and finding my birth mom and immediate family and all six of my living siblings who were spread out across several provinces. Um, okay. Now, some similarities to what we've learned about Buffy St. Marie. There are some things that sort of go the same like what what do you make of the situation and what we've learned about her uh, in the past week uh well we've heard a lot of information about um some of the paperwork trail and and uh you know from birth certificates to um you know to traditional adoption and uh you know, I think there's, there are definitely some inconsistencies in knowing that the 60 scoop policy wasn't really in place in the 40s. Um, but uh, I've also, you know, learned things since uh, the report came out as well that uh, at times people were born in nursing homes in rural Saskatchewan because there weren't hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's just definitely some inconsistencies in some of the paperwork trail. Okay. Now, if we go back prior to this week with Buffy St. Marie, um, influence um not her not her this particular story but her history her her legacy what has she meant to canada's indigenous people Oh gosh, you know, she's got a 60 year, you know, history yeah. um, with Indigenous uh, peoples and community and doing advocacy and starting, um, you know, funds to support Indigenous artists, 
Um, and here in Saskatchewan, I think, you know, I think there's a little bit of a unique perspective in that she has such close ties here in Saskatchewan, and in particular in um, Piapot First Nation, where she has gone through a traditional adoption and maintained relations um, there for a very long time. And and uh, I was talking with my birth family this past weekend, and I said, you know, like, what would happen if, you know, we found out or realized that I wasn't, you know, biologically who uh, we thought that I was, and, and you know, uh, on a, in a similar vein, you know, we said, well, we've been in relation for 30 years now and, you know, they'd still be my aunties and cousins and I would still be their niece. And so that part of it doesn't change. Mm-hmm. But what may change and the information has shown is, you know, if, if Buffy is indeed not Indigenous, um, there is an impact on, you know, who would have won the Juno Award or who would have been um, elevated to, uh, you know, an icon status as an Indigenous person. So here's the question I ask, and I ask it as someone who's not indigenous i'm not from the community so i'm genuinely asking if buffy saint marie if if the lineage the ancestry is now called into question does that negate buffy saint marie as like you say an activist an inspiration an important member of the community like where does that line fall who draws that line and does it call everything that she's done into question or like you say if she was part of the community and she was traditionally adopted that doesn't matter like where where is that line Well, it's uh, it's not as clear-cut as I think people yeah. would like it to be. I mean, one thing that is clear-cut, you know, as an Indigenous person, uh, when I was adopted into a non-Indigenous family, it didn't make me Hungarian and Irish. I was still Indigenous, right? And so if Buffy is not Indigenous, being adopted into an Indigenous family doesn't make her Indigenous, but it certainly makes her have, you know, responsibility and accountability to those relationships. I don't think it undoes. You know, I think about 10-year-old me seeing Buffy on Sesame Street and uh, the impact that had on inspiring me um, as a young Indigenous person. It doesn't change that. I don't think it changes, you know, the work that she's done in advocacy um, and the good work that she's done. Um, but like I said, there, you know, there is, uh, you know, some challenges around what, uh, who else could have also been in that, in that light. And I, I think really what most people would like to see is just, um, you know, her, uh, you know, have, have another statement and, and try to clarify a little bit better, um, on what the actual truth is. And, Part of this, and, and you make such a great point in the piece, again, you wrote, you can read it in the conversation about, you know, in the whole reconciliation process, which we've talked so much about in this country, um, you think there was a, a real disservice to that, uh, the way that this entire situation was handled and reported, right? I do, you know, and it's and it's not uh, um, it's not that I don't think the truth should uh, be out there. I do think the truth needs to be out there, and and uh, I'm not, uh, you know, saying CBC should not have done the story. I'm just uh, what I'm noticing is on social media and in conversations, in particular here in Saskatchewan, again, where there's such close ties. Is it's just breaking my heart to see the um, divisiveness, the people, you know, the public display of grief and betrayal and and uh, trust and and uh, relationships within our own Indigenous communities in turmoil. And I wish that you know more care and attention had been paid to how the story had come out and a little bit less sensationalization. You know, we don't sensationalize 
you know, indigenous trauma when we're speaking about grave site recoveries or residential schools. And, and, uh, I just, I think that there wasn't as good a care as could have been on sort of mitigating, um, the reaction, the shock reaction. Yeah. Um, ultimately, where do you think this goes? Like you say, another statement from Buffy St. Marie to clarify things. I mean, do we, uh, how do you think this gets resolved or does it? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not sure if it if it will. Um, you know, I I, I think you know uh, certainly a, a, a medical DNA test through a medical system would you know certainly clear up whether or not she's biologically related to her American family. Um, but again, that also doesn't take away you know from her traditional adoption up here. But um, it would certainly put some minds at ease and and. Uh, um, but yeah, it's going to be, there's going to be stages that we, you know, we all need to work through what we thought was true in some ways, maybe wasn't true. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it doesn't, again, negate the relationships that were built. And that's, you know, emotions are tough. Yeah. And, and for Indigenous peoples, you know, we've had so few um, people make it, you know, to right. that level right. of stardom or, or professionalism. And uh, um, yeah, so it's, it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. It is. It's a very difficult situation. I really hope you trying to or appreciate you trying to help us make sense of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks so much for your time, Laurie.